football fans, this is Nick Salko with another Inside the Hashes exclusive interview. Today, I have the privilege of being joined by former College of the Desert strong safety, Egypt Johnson. Egypt is currently a linebacker at the University of Mary Hardin Baylor. Let's dive right in. Egypt, tell our listeners a little bit about your background as an athlete. I've been playing since I was four years old and played almost every level of football that I can think of um, since the age of four. I didn't play peewee, I didn't play Pop Warner, didn't play Park District for fifth and sixth, seventh, eighth grade. You know, and um, I just really been, I feel like I've been an outstanding athlete when it's coming to football. Uh, I have dominated at every level of football that I can think of. Having me playing at, I didn't have uh, MVP awards, defensive MVP awards, I didn't live my teams in tackles and lost in tackles. So I, I feel like I had really an excitement time playing football. Coming from Chicago, what impacted your decision to come out west for junior college? Just coming from Chicago is what motivates me and drives me to just leave that part, that that part of the country. You know, it, it's rough out there, and you know, coming out of there, graduating in 2013 around that time, it was it's, it was really getting bad, especially in the neighborhood I'm from. I'm pretty sure you didn't heard of my area before, the Inglewood area. I'm 79th Street, right off of King Drive. That's where all the high crime rate is happening. You know, I'm dealing with family problems out that way now, still to this day, you know, and I just love that football has been an open window and an opportunity for me to take myself out that environment. And it, it has taken me from Chicago all the way to California. I'm very honored and blessed that I'm able to, you know, see the places that I have been and do the things that I have done. So you made it out west to California. What can you say about the junior college program in California? Well, I know as far as college of the desert, which is the junior junior college I attended to, a football program, the football program itself is, you know, you make it what you make it. You know, you work hard, you know, you stay focused, you put in that, that time, that dedication. You're going to see your hard work pay out at the end. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's a struggle. Living in California, you know, is very expensive first. Your coaches is bringing student athletes out there, you know, trying to get you to come play football for them and star in their program and be stars and athletes. And that's all good. But at the end of the day, you know, once football is over, you still have to deal with life. And that's the kind of the struggles that student athletes are dealing with, you know, going to California and living in, uh, living and going to school at a junior college, you know, because junior college in California, they don't offer they don't offer meal plans, they don't offer housing, they don't offer any type of funding for, you know, student athletes, especially when you're coming out of, out of state. Out of state student, student athletes have it the hardest, you know. If we go, you know, two, three days at a time, I know personally I have went two, three days, two, three days at a time, you know, eating one meal, you know, and it, it, it made it hard for me, you know. I, got, I went into COD, you know, maybe about 220. I ended up, by the time my red shirt season came around, I dropped down to about 190 to 200 pounds, you know, and just being in 123 weather and working out two, three times a day and eating one meal every two, three days, it, it plays the toll. What do you think they could change about the program to make it better for young students looking to start their careers? Some things that I feel like they can change, I feel like, really, I feel like they need to start as a school and as a, uh, as a coaching staff because I understand everybody have a job and they have to do their job and do good at their job, but you still are responsible for people's lives and, you know, and how they're living. 
and coaches bring these kids in knowing that, you know, these student athletes don't have any type of, you know, no job. They're coming in on, on a prayer and hoping that they're going to get what they desire and what they're looking for to come out here to get. And, you know, it's really hard. So I, I just feel like coaches really need to tune in and really do whatever is necessary for them to help the student athletes outside of football and school if they're bringing them in. Like, they can give more assistance with, you know, I don't know how, but some type of giving back with some type of food, you know, um, even spend, just spend the time with, you know, some of the teammates, taking them out to eat, I don't know, just coming by to their apartments, checking on them, see how they're doing, see if they need anything. Coaches, they they bringing us out here. At the same time, we are, we are adults, but we are in their hands and we are their responsibilities. And I feel like they should invest in us to have so we can perform well on their field. And I feel like coaches is not really investing in us. I feel like that's the kind of trouble that I have been going through, you know. I feel like I've been used and manipulated and lied to by coaches just, you know, because of my talent or just because of what I can do on the field. They're not really getting on a personal level with me and making sure that I'm fine and everything is good, everything is going on. Everything is going the way it's supposed to be and I have to focus on what I need to focus on. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of players coming up or players in the college system who might feel similarly um, to the way you do. So thank you for being so candid with us um, and our listeners. That's really important, um, especially in today's day and age. So let's move on and talk a little more about your actual um, playing. So you played mostly safety and linebacker. Do you prefer to drop into coverage or really get after the quarterback? See, man, I really, I can say I probably, I can't really, I can't really choose between the two. I, I love both of them. They, 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 what and what? To me, I feel like one is one is not good without the other. That's, that's just part of football. As a, I consider myself as a DB. I don't consider myself as a linebacker. I don't consider myself as a, a corner or a really a safety. I consider myself as a DB. And what I mean as a DB is a defensive back. I can do pretty much whatever it is on that defense side of the field. I can come on a blitz. I can, you know, drop into coverage. I can do it all. You know, but my thing is that I like about, you know, playing safety and linebacker that I feel like is the reason why I love it is because that's my game. My game is to be physical and my game is to coverage. So that's what I love and that's why I feel like I fit at a hybrid position because I can go here and I can line up against a slot and I can put my hands on the slot and get physical with a slot before and I come off as well. I can go here and come off the edge and blitz and hit a quarterback before he gets the ball off. You know, them are the things that I look for in my game. You know, I love those things about the game. That hybrid position is becoming more and more valuable um, in today's game. So that's great to hear. What kind of skills did you take away from the junior college level that you think will help you at the next level? I really was taking, taking over time. My university level is like my DB skills that my DB coach had instilled in me, Coach Mobley. He had instilled some techniques that um I feel like it's very, 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 very important when it's coming to being a defensive back. He helped me perfect my back cuddle, helped me perfect getting out my brakes quick, you know, uh, perfect my angles, you know. Everything about football is about timing the angles, and he made me open my eyes and realize and see how much of that is part of the game. And if you, you know, 
open your eyes and see that you will up your game that much more because you will realize certain things about the game. You know, and I appreciate, you know, God blessing me with having Mobley in my life. And a few other coaches that's out there, you know, Shane has been an awesome person. I'm not sure if you're familiar with anybody on, you know, the footwork side of football, but, you know, I have a, a personal trainer's name is Joel Fox, you know, his, his um, company name is C5 Training. And he, he's he's incredible, you know. I tore my ACL through to a, uh, a lot of little, you know, things I was going through, living a, living that Juco lifestyle. I have to thank those people right there for bringing me back and bringing me back to 100%, well, really 120%, because I, I, I feel like I'm way past where I was before I took my ACL. So, you know, I'm blessed to have them people in my life and instill those skills in me, you know, getting my speed up, getting me physically fit, you know, just all of the above, my feet work, everything. Now you're at the University of Mary Hardin Baylor. What is it about the program that attracted you to the school? Just the diehard, the diehard drive to just want to win. Just want to win. I, I, I love the fact, you know, first coach that I ever reached out to me coming from the University of Mary Hardin Baylor is Coach Thrash. And that's the one thing that I can say, you know, being Coach Thrash, which is like strongest about when we talk this, you know, we both wanted to go out and win a ring, you know. And, and the most important thing behind Coach Thrash and every, the rest of the coaching staff at University of Mary Hardin Baylor is that they have the credentials behind it, you know. They, they have won multiple years, you know, winning a conference and going to Stack Bowl a few times out of the years since they've been a program. And I really, you know, that's one thing that kind of lit my eyes up when talking to Coach Branch and, you know, learning about University of Maine, how they the fact they, they are a winning program. And if you look at the stats, they, they are really a great program. You know, they have almost the, the best winning club record in the state of Texas. And, and there's a lot of great pro- football programs in the state of Texas. And for you to be a Division three and you holding one of the best records in Texas, that says a lot. Yeah, and speaking of their drive to win and that winning pedigree, uh, they just came off a perfect season, uh, won the Stag Bowl. How do you see that this team repeating that success? I feel like they're going to repeat it 100%. Like, after the season, like, there's nothing changed. It's just it's more diehard now. It's like we got to go and get it even more. Because now it's like, okay, now that we have it, it's people coming out there to take what we have. You know, so, and that's what they instilling in that player that, you know, it's not given to us. You have to still, we have it right now, but it's not going to remain in us if we don't work for it. It's not going to remain with us. We got to work hard for it. We want to keep this title. We want to keep being a great team and a great program. We have to, we have to keep working hard. Like we've been, and I love Coach Harmon and Coach Fredenberg and, and all the coaches that's there on the uh, coaching staff because that's what they do. They push in to breed winners. I love that. I love that, you know, even though we won, you know, we still have to work hard, and still to right now in the spring, we working as hard to even harder than what we did last year to accomplish what we need to accomplish in this 2019 season. So piggybacking off that, what are you doing individually to prepare for the upcoming season? Training, man. I'm just training. I, I nonstop. That's all. That's something that I I feel like in my heart that that's something I had to do. Whether I sleep or not, whether, you know, I want to do it, that's, that's just something I have to do. I have to get my work in two, three times a day. I have to hit the field. I have to hit the gym. And then I have to do something while I'm stretching or getting some type of massage. I have a little membership at Planet Fitness. They have hydro beds that I try to use a lot. Like I said, I thanks to Coach Mobley and, you know, Joel Fox, they instill some, some skills and some... Um, 
workouts and different drills that I can work on on my own. And that's what I do every day out the week, seven days out the week. I hit the field at least an hour or two, just do all for work. Where I can pick up my speed, get my feet quicker, and get my hands faster, just perfecting my craft and being the best DB I can possibly be. Are there any current players that you feel your game is similar to? Any current players, I have to say Cam Chancellor right now. And then if I had to pick just in general, as in, as in, as in a whole, as a football player, I feel like I'm a mixed breed between Ray Lewis and, and Cam Chancellor. Those are some pretty great players. Um, any reason you feel um, that comparison is accurate? I do feel like I have that comparison because with Ray Lewis, just because I just have that drive, that want, that desire, nobody can't stop me. You know, I won't let nobody beat me. There, There's nobody that's on the other side of that ball that will beat me, you know. And I'm just going to dominate the field. You know, on another hand, like Cam Chancellor, I feel like I fit him on, on the physical part portion of, you know, he's playing both. He can drop into, you know, coverage. He can come down and blitz. You know, he do it all when it's coming to being, you know, like a hybrid player, you know. He can do it all. He can kind of cover it, sit in that zone. He can play a little, you know, one-on-one. I feel like I might be a little better than him on, the, you know, one-on-one tips. But, you know, it's just that's, that's them are the little things that I feel like, you know, that matches my game to those two type of players. Let's move on to our rapid-fire questions. For our listeners who aren't familiar, I'm going to just ask you a couple short questions, and you're going to give me a uh, pretty much one-word answer. Just sort of get a feel for your personality and have some fun with it. First question, what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie, I would have to say, would be, I'd say Next Friday. Next Friday, that's a good one. Big uh, Chris Tucker fan? Yes. Favorite music? Favorite music right now would have to be Every Season by Roddy Rich. Okay, favorite food? Favorite food, I would have to say, Steak and Shrimp. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation 4. Are you team Nicki Minaj or team Cardi B? Team Cardi B. What was your favorite football team growing up? Mm, favorite football team growing up, I would have to say was the Ravens when they had Ed Reed. Uh, any favorite players? You mentioned Ed Reed. Um, anyone else? Just those Ed Reed, you know, Ray Lewis, Bam Bam, which is Cam, uh, Ch- uh, Cam Chancellor. Um, I have to say... And, and, you know, this is a legend. Uh, everybody, uh, I feel like on defense, have to follow this man because he, he really would start, you know, just being a, a dog defensive player, and that's Sean Taylor. Oh, absolutely. What is your favorite sport besides football? Mm, favorite sport besides football? That's kind of tough. I'd probably have to say it's either between volleyball and swimming. Okay, that's interesting. Are you LeBron or Jordan? Best player ever? Michael Jordan. Can't beat six rings, right? Yeah, can't beat six rings. That's just like, as honestly, just like, you know, and we can get into the combo between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, you know, by Aaron Rodgers, I believe he's a little better than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady has those rings to support him, so, you know. And that leads right into my last uh, question. Is Tom Brady the GOAT, in your opinion? Uh, Tom Brady is officially, after this season, is officially the GOAT, in my opinion. But I'm still a diehard fan, an AR fan, for sure. I love Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Absolutely. And with that, it's time to wrap up this edition of another Inside the Hashes exclusive interview. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Egypt Johnson for joining me today, as well as our listeners everywhere. Please join me again for the next edition of Inside the Hashes exclusive interviews. Egypt, thank you again for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you, and I'm honored that you gave me the opportunity of time.